0: The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Good morning, welcome to the Tuesday edition of our podcast. Thanks for joining us today, uh, taking a few minutes out of your day in God's word. I hope you're having a great week and I hope you're enjoying the weather and just uh, keeping your eyes on Jesus today. And I'm glad you're here. Hope we can be an encouragement to you today. We are in uh, 1 Peter chapter 2. We just finished chapter 1, and we're going to jump right into chapter 2. Now, I will say that we've mentioned several times, if you've watched this podcast for any period of time, you've heard me say more than once that the verses and the chapter divisions, as great as they are, as helpful as they are, are not necessarily inspired. They were placed in there by men, by preachers later, uh, to make it more convenient for people to follow them while they were preaching. Um, these were just letters written to different people, and we'll see that today as we break this chapter division. And uh, simple, simple truth when it comes to interpretation it was seen in the very first word of chapter 2. So chapter 2, verse 1, Peter says this, wherefore, now people used to always say it's kind of a silly phrase, but there's some truth to it. Anytime you see the word wherefore, you need to find out why it's there for, what it's there for. What what is it? You go back, so he's kind of concluding. He finishes a thought, and then he moves into a new one, but it's not. He's taking a fact that has been given in the end of chapter 1, in this preceding thought, and now he's putting some very practical truth to it. So I think for interpretation purposes, we need to go back a verse, and find out what it is that he's, what application he's giving, and then what it means. Verse 25 of chapter 1, it says, By the word of the Lord, or, but the word of the Lord endureth forever. And this is the word which by the gospel is preached unto you. So we get the gospel, it's the word of God is preached unto you. So he he gives this foundational reminder of the word of God. And then he says, based upon that, wherefore, because of the truth, "...of the foundational truth of the Word of God, the everlasting truths of the Word of God, the inspired Word of God, the divine nature of the Word of God, wherefore, laying aside all malice and all guile and all hypocrisies and envies and, envies and all evil speakings, verse 2, as newborn babes, desire the sincere milk of the Word that ye may grow thereby. If so be..." ye have tasted that the Lord is gracious. So we we jump into verse one and he starts telling us to do something. Really, he gives a a, just transitionary thought. He says in verse two, like newborn babes, like a newborn baby who is, well, you think about this, a newborn baby is never afraid to tell their parents they're hungry. Uh, generally speaking, if you've ever been around a new, a, a young baby, you're going to learn that, uh, basically they, they sleep, they, they take care of their, you know, they fill their diaper and they cry and they eat. Well, anytime one of those three things happening, they're crying, letting you know one of those things in three things is true. And so they have no problem telling you I'm hungry. And uh, so they're going to scream and holler until you recognize, and give me some food. Babies have no problem with that. Babies have no problem. They often might be picky about what they eat, but they have no problem telling you I want something to eat. That doesn't change much when they become teenagers. <laughs> they generally eat out of house and hold at that point. Then you house and home, excuse me. Then you get into adults. We we have no problem doing that either. We just don't want to admit that. So we kind of sneak it yeah, because we are trying not to put on the weight. So we debate. The key is this, just like those are willing to say, I need food, I need sustenance, as these newborn babies that desire they go after the food because they need the sustenance. As newborn babes, he tells us to desire the sincere or the pure milk of the word of God that you may grow thereby. We are to desire the truths, the, in, the information from God's word that we can grow thereby. Now he says earlier in verse 24, remember as the flesh, for as the flesh is the grass and the flower of the, um, of the glory of man as the, as, as the let me say this start us over, for as, for all flesh is as the grass and all and the glory of man is at the flower of the grass, the grass withereth, and the flower thereof falleth away. The truths of uh, the thinking and the philosophy of the word of, uh, of man, of mankind, is empty. So just by that we know that this is empty, the, the philosophy and teachings of mankind is empty, and it changes. The word of God never does. And so instead of allowing the philosophies and teachings of man to drive us, We need to go after the word of god but he gives us we can't ignore this he gives us in verse one a transitionary thought now before i break open or kind of unpack verse one let's let's look i want to give you a thought here throughout the time which is and we teach here in many uh, biblical churches teach this this to be very true Um, we are not commanded to just by ourselves go out and develop a spiritual nature sometimes people get this idea i need to become super spiritual so god will accept me God accepts me as a czar, but he, as, as I am, but he's pleased as I grow in him. Growing in him requires two things, okay? Number one, it requires the movement of the Holy Spirit to teach me where I need to go, but then requires me to do something with that. Now, really, that first one requires a little bit of myself, too. How can I grow in God if I don't know what it is that God wants me to grow in? And one thing I've learned, God is not going to f- force his will his, on me. He's going to offer his will to me, for me to follow, but I must choose to follow it. Sunday morning, we ended our message from Luke 9, 23. If any man will come after me, then he gives him instructions. That first verse is, it's a conditional clause. I don't have to do it, but if I want to, here are some things that are going to become true of that. He understands that not every person is going to choose to follow him, Not every person is going to choose to follow his will. But if you want to, here are some simple ways to do that in some battles that will come, and some blessings that will come as a result of it. So he says in verse one, there is a choice we must make, wherefore laying aside all malice, and all guile, and hypocrisies, and envyings and all evil speakings. Now we could take time and break down every one of those words, but I don't necessarily think that's necessary. I think all of us look at those words, and we really recognize what they are, all right? They are the fruit of the immaturity of our lives or the fruit of the flesh if you remember it wasn't that long ago in in peter we were told to lay it to not live according to the former lust of our ignorance we're not to live like we did when we before we were saved when we were unsaved it made sense to live in the in, in according to the flesh it made sense to live in immaturity it made sense to make decisions just like a baby they make certain decisions it makes complete sense We have been saved. We have Christ. It doesn't make sense to live that way anymore. So then what he does is he places a thought here where he says, listen, we have the word of God and I'm going to tell you to grow in the word of God. But before you can grow in the word of God, you must choose to grow in the word of God. And before you can choose to grow in the word of God, you must choose to not live according to the way it was before you got saved. These things are natural. Laying aside malice and guile and hypocrisies and envings and evil speakings, those things are natural to the human flesh. By nature, we will do those things. So he is telling us not to do those things, and it's a choice I have. Here's, a, here's, I guess, a more simplistic way to put it. Paul, even in New Testament, mentioned there's this battle between the flesh and there's the battle between the spirit. There's a part of me that is crazy, that is old, that just wants to live in sin. Then there's that new part of me, that new man that wants to follow God, who wants to grow. I must choose which one of those directions I will go i have both of them in me what will i do where will i follow which one of those am i going to feed am i going to feed the flesh and the in the immature fleshly side or am i going to feed the spirit and grow so then he tells us to put away and then like babes how do i grow desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby i must come to the word of god please understand that i believe the preaching of the word of god and things like this are necessary but i hope you understand like a baby a baby can't just come one day on sunday and eat a really big meal and say man i got a lot good i'm good till next sunday or even good till wednesday we can't do that if you're going to use this picture of the baby in first peter 2 You have to recognize in this that he gives a great explanation that if I'm going to grow in Christ, I must desire God's Word more than just on Sunday mornings. Please understand that Sunday morning, I hope that, you know, even our church, that you get some great truths from God's Word. But I hope you understand there's so much more. A preacher, whether he preaches 35 minutes or an hour and 35 minutes, cannot exhaust all the truths of the Word of God. One, And even if you just take one verse, one of the reasons is, what God gives him to teach him that verse on Sunday is gonna be different than for what you need. You could preach that same section of scripture six times or 10 times and get something brand new from it because God's word's alive. So when I go, I must go to the word myself. I must, Lord, what do you want from me today? What do you want from me today that I can learn? Now, sometimes we say, well, then I've gotta read, you know, all of the book of Genesis or all the book of First Peter. Now, First Peter's quicker than Genesis. you understand my point? God is not looking for us to exhaust and say, well, I've read all of the New Testament. Today. I'm not saying it's wrong, but can I tell you sometimes we we overdo it, which we, we make this way too complicated. Go to the Word of God and read it and study it, Lord. What can I learn today? What can I learn from today that'll help me to grow today? And sometimes that'll be a chapter or two, sometimes it'll be more. The key is just getting in the Word of God and let God speak to you. Then He says in verse 3: if so be that you've tasted that the Lord is gracious. You know, if you put aside the things of our old past, of the immaturity, And you say, I want to grow and be mature, and you get into the Word of God, you will see that He is gracious. You will see that He is good. And you will want to come back because you will understand the teaching of God's Word. Don't get me wrong, Satan's going to give you a thousand reasons to not do it. Your flesh is going to give you a bunch of reasons to say, Getting in the Word of God is complicated, it's hard, because you're going to have a lot of other things going on. This is a choice we will make. It is a sacrifice we will make to walk with God, but it is something that will grow you, it is something that will mature you in Jesus. if that's your desire, I encourage you to do that. And for some, this is what you do. You come to this podcast where we just walk through the Word of God a couple verses at a time, and I'm glad you're here, and this is a great tool. This is a great way to do it. I hope you're reading through the book of 1 Peter while we're doing this. You're not just listening to me. Read it and come back and find out what it is that we teach. And if all you do is just come and listen to us every day, praise the Lord. This is the whole premise of this, to give you a tool to grow in Christ. And I'm glad that you've given me the chance to be part of your journey as you study through the Word of God. And I hope it's an encouragement. And that's why we put it out. We give content so we hope that you can grow in Christ and mature in Christ. Stay with it. Keep going and allow God's Word to mature you so that you can have God's strength for whatever it is that comes in now. Well, I do appreciate the wonderful privilege to be part of your day, to be part of this journey and part of your life, and I thank you for giving me that privilege. Hope it's an encouragement, and I hope it draws you closer to Jesus, and I hope you continue with us. Thanks for joining us today. We hope you join us again tomorrow.